This is Max, and welcome to the Rona System Podcast. Today's episode, I'm going to talk about vulnerability, specifically, of course, from my perspective, my own personal insight and my own personal experiences with the term and, and how people use it. Uh, right from the get-go, I'm just going to say that I believe men are are vulnerable. If you if you want to be a true man, if you want to be a real man, you have to be vulnerable. Not not in the sense that you know you're you're hurt and offended by anything that happens to you, but moreover that you you can at least understand what's happening to you. You can understand it emotionally. You have empathy for for others around you, but also for yourself. You know you you have an understanding of who you are and what your limitations are. You know that's that's vulnerability because you understand that you have certain weaknesses. Yes, and they, they play a huge role in who you are, but they're not going to stop you from being who you are, uh, if you know what I mean. You know, a lot of people, they get caught up on the on the fact or the, the myth, really, that uh, men are, are meant to be invulnerable. You know, they're meant to be emotionally stable to the point where they, they don't even show emotion. You know, they don't need to because the mentally and physically, they're, they're so strong and so enduring that it just doesn't affect them. But I, I think it's the opposite. You know, if you... If you can understand where you come from emotionally and, and how you feel about certain things, then you will be able to control it a lot better. You know, if, if someone's showing that they have no emotion, showing that they, they, they just don't show emotion, really, then they're giving me, at least me, the impression that they don't understand what, what to think. They don't understand how to feel. And that is a flaw. That's a bigger vulnerability. That's a bigger weakness uh, than than actually showing emotion, you know. A prime example would be that men don't cry. You know, I was I was told this a lot when I was uh, growing up, mainly because I cried a lot as a kid, um, and I'm not ashamed of that. But you know, everyone from my mom to my, my dad, of course, to my brother, to my family, my friends, they would all say that men don't cry. And yes, you know, it's it's very very common for men not to cry, um, and it's it's seen as a weakness. It's seen as a sign of of emotional distress that they shouldn't be feeling and i think it's actually the opposite now you know i i haven't cried in a long time i don't remember the last time i cried but it's not to say i don't feel sad it's to say that i'm, I'm kind of done with it i i understand what makes me truly sad and what's make me what's gonna make me cry and it it doesn't stop me anymore i'm not gonna cry because i understand where like what i'm supposed to feel so I'm able to keep that emotion in check. I'm able to understand that in this certain situation and in this moment, it does make me sad or it does uh, affect me in a certain way. Uh, and it's it's not going to push me to that limit. And I understand that limit now. So I took a vulnerability of mine. I, I'm a very emotional, very easily hurt person. Uh, I, I take a lot of things very irrationally, I would say. But I... I now understand that I don't need to cry about it. I now understand that before when I was younger, I didn't really fully grasp how I felt. I didn't understand where I was, where I was coming from, how I felt, and I, I didn't know how to express it. But now I do. Now I know to express it with my words or my actions, and I understand that I can be vulnerable about it, but I'm choosing not to be. But now I also understand that for me, I I know that I can be pretty aggressive. I know I can be pretty heated uh, at times, and it's it's very common for me to actually have what people refer to as outbursts of uh, of anger or, or wrath or anything like that. But it really isn't. You know, I I would refer to myself more as 
someone that's that's pretty aggressive in their tone, yes, but someone that also has、uh, a lot of expressing that they need to do. And I express a lot of what I do and a lot of what I think with words、uh, that typically come with a very high end tone, a very aggressive tone. And I I do try and keep it under check, and I do try and keep it under wraps, you know. Especially with those around me that I I care most about, I can, you know, raise my voice, and it's not the intention of me trying to convey anger or, or frustration. It's more just just the way I am. That's just how I express my emotion at that current time. You know, I I don't really say this much, but in my mind, I I feel it's more kind of the relationship between、uh, Bruce Banner and the Hulk from the Marvel comics,、uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, because. Bruce, you know, he he expresses himself with his words. You know, he's a scientist. He's a very smart man, and he's able to communicate with his words, not really with his actions. And throughout the movies, you can see that he, when he's visibly upset, of course, he can express it. He he is able to say words, and he's able to sort of pro- project his feelings out with those words. Of course. At certain points, he will turn into the Hulk when he's actually truly, completely enraged or upset.、Um, and with Hulk, he doesn't express anything really through words. Very rarely speaks.、Uh, very rarely says anything at all, besides you know the occasional roar. And all of it is expressed through his actions. You know, the aggressive、uh, destruction, the aggressive rampage, the mayhem, and of course. Real life isn't that extreme. Real life, you're not going to turn into some giant green monster that's going to destroy the world, but it's similar. It's very similar because when you think about it, your your ability to control your emotions, your ability to control your anger or your frustration or your sadness is expressed through your words. You're venting. You're able to at least speak what you feel. You're you're able to sort of communicate how you feel and what what you're thinking. And then at certain points, when it just reaches a breaking point or reaches its limit. That's when you can express the rage. That's when you express the rampage through your actions, through your through the mayhem that you cause. Of course, you know not everyone's going to cause mayhem. Not everyone's going to destroy a, a city block or anything like that. But it's it's a you know it's a metaphor for it. It's very similar in terms of how we're thinking in that moment, how we feel in that moment. And I think oftentimes, you know, with men especially, when they can't comprehend how they feel, they Sort of get into this limbo phase between the two. You know, they'll they'll rage out, but they'll also start shouting explosives. You know, they'll they'll you know just start screaming and cursing while they're breaking things、um, or while they're doing things. And that I believe is a sure sign of how vulnerable they really are in a bad way because they're not capable of of dividing the two. They're not capable of differentiating the two. They're not capable of when they feel a certain way and it's not too big of an emotion. That they can express it with their words, or when it's just too much, that's when they can set themselves aside and go to a different part of the room or a different part of the area, and that's when they can express themselves in a more aggressive tone. And I believe that really stems from the idea that men are supposed to be men. Men are supposed to be invulnerable, and I think that's just detrimental to society because when you when you tell a young boy that he needs to be a man, he needs to man up. You're essentially stopping him from understanding what he's trying to comprehend. You know, if if a young boy is crying and and they can't control it and they just they just need to to cry or or have a, an outburst and you tell him to man up, they're not going to understand that. They're not going to f- comprehend what you're trying to convey. They're not going to realize that 
basically what you're trying to tell them is, hey, this isn't the right place. Um, you do need to calm down and you need to control what's, what you're feeling. Uh, and if you need help, reach out. But when you tell a young boy to man up in that situation, the first thought that's going to come to mind is what I'm feeling is bad and I shouldn't be feeling this way. What I'm feeling is an emotion that people don't expect out of a man. And constantly they will be bombarded with these, uh, you know, these thoughts and these uh, conditioning methods basically to make them a man. And when I, when they hear that, they think, oh, a man's, a man's tough. A man doesn't cry. A man doesn't feel the way I'm feeling. So I'm not a man yet. And they're going to try and do anything they can to figure out what's going on. And so very often, uh, when you tell someone to man up, they're, they're also in a situation where they don't understand where they are. They can't figure out what they're trying to do or what they want to do, and they need help. And if you tell them to man up, then they're just figuring that this is a situation or this is a problem or, or this is a time when I need to figure it out for myself. No one's going to help me because I need to be a man. And so they're not going to seek help. They're not going to look for answers from anywhere but themselves. And that's again, detrimental. It, it hurts them in all facets of their life. They're, they're not going to be able to figure it out. And that's what I, where I see the problem. Because if you allow a young, a young boy or any child to be vulnerable, then they will come to you. You know, they'll, they'll figure that you're, you're the one with the answers. You know, you're the one that's going to guide them. And that's what it should be. You should be guiding the children. You should be guiding the future because they, they can't comprehend it. They don't understand what's going on yet. They're going to learn as they go. Yes, they're going to learn from themselves, but they also need to learn from others. They need to be able to have a network, a nurturing network that connects them to everything around them. And I'm not saying to baby the children. No, you shouldn't be doing that, at least not all the time. But in certain situations, you know, especially if a, a child is crying out for help or if they're, they're just crying nonstop and there's nothing you can do, then there is nothing you can do. If you tell them to man up or if you tell them to to relax, it's not that big or whatever, they're still not going to be able to comprehend that. Um, and, and really, it should be a situation where you just sit them down, you, you sit with them, and you let them know that you're there for them. You let them know that, hey, this is a situation where you do need to control yourself and you do need to find a way to calm yourself down. But during and after, I'm, I'm going to be here for you. During and after, you have me as sort of a, a guiding force you have me as a counselor you have me as a, a shield or, or a sword or anything like that to help them understand that yes they do need to control themselves they do need to understand what what's causing them this this pain or causing them the sadness or forcing them to cry and then afterwards if they need it they can look to you for guidance they can look to you for help because otherwise, you're going to end up with two scenarios. You're going to end up with a scenario where you constantly baby them and you're constantly looking after them, trying to comfort them. And then they, they will rely on you in the future. They'll never be able to grow out of it. And that's, that's detrimental because then they can't grow up. But then you have the other end where if you just kind of leave them to their own devices or you, you give them these odd-ended, vague statements like man up or be a man or uh, relax, figure it out on your own then you force them in a situation where they don't understand what they're feeling, they can't comprehend it, and then they're forced to understand it on their own. They're forced to figure out a solution on their own. And then they trail off into this world where everything is just about them. Everything that they need to do 
is only about them. They won't look for help for anyone. They won't understand, you know, how they feel. And then in the end, it just hurts them in completely. It, it, it destroys them mentally and emotionally because they'll never be able to figure it out, especially at such a young age. And that transcends into adulthood where it's just going to create a vicious cycle. You know, that, that kid is going to grow up. And when they have kids, if they have kids, then when those kids have those situations, when those kids are crying out for help, then they won't know what to do. They will just tell them, hey, look, man up. Hey, figure it out on your own because I figured it out on my own. And then that kid's going to grow up and, and the cycle continues. And that's just going to destroy society. It's just it's just going to hurt everyone around us. And you can see it already. You know, there's people out there that don't they don't understand. And they're going to tell their kids that, hey, I didn't understand. So now you can't understand because you're going to be growing, growing the way that I grew up. You know, you're going to figure it out the way I figured it out. And it just doesn't work that way. You know, everyone thinks differently. And so that kid's going to figure like, hey, if, if they did it and I can't do it, then I'm a failure. You know, it's it's just going to be a constant cycle of, of, of pain and suffering that can be figured out just by simply accepting the fact that it's a child and they can be vulnerable, just like you can be vulnerable as an adult. And if you can figure out what your vulnerabilities are, if you can figure out what your your weaknesses are, then you can help them figure out what they have, or you know, you can you can at least try to. And really, this this all sort of stems from the idea that men shouldn't cry. And I think that's very, very wrong. Because let's think about it this way for the men out there. Um, your mother is very loving, she cares so much about you, you're the most important person in her life. And you know, she's raised you from birth, of course, she's carried you in her stomach for nine months, maybe more. And she's She's nurtured you. She's she's raised you up to be who you are. And then she dies. She passes away. And you you don't cry. You don't feel that you should be crying in that situation. And to me, that's that's dumb. Because crying is an expression of how you feel. It is a release of your emotion. It shows that you cared so deeply about her that you release all inhibitions and you just you you cry and honest to god uh i i know i'm not the most expressive and i know i'm not the most caring guy especially to my mother but if she were to pass away at any point in my life you know maybe she lived a full 120 year life i would still cry because she she raised me she is the reason i'm here she is the reason i am who i am and I am who I will be. And if I don't cry in that situation, then I'm basically, I'm, I'm expressing that I didn't care enough. And that's, to me, is so painful to, to even think about. And I want to show my vulnerability because that woman, she is the person that you should be feeling the most vulnerable with. Because when you were a baby, you were vulnerable. And she took care of you. She raised you. She protected you. She nurtured you. And if you don't show vulnerability at her end, why, why even bother? Why even, why even figure anything could, could be anything? You know, why, why even show emotion about anything? You know, just, just be a robot at that point. And really, it doesn't have to be, crying doesn't have to be a situation where you're just a waterfall. You know, you're just a, a water faucet, just, just spewing tears. 
No, you can shed some tears and show that you have vulnerability to this person or show you have vulnerability to the situation and show that if it affects you emotionally, to me, there's a big difference between crying and bawling. You know, crying is when you can express your emotions in a visual way. You know, if you just graduated college or your child was born or, you know, you just got married, uh, that's, that's a visual representation of your happiness when you cry, when you have a tear. And, you know, it can also be expressed in sad ways. You know, if someone passes away, someone close to you passes away, or if you suffer a loss or anything like that, or if you're even experiencing pain, an intense pain where you just have to ex- express that pain in a visual way besides screaming is, of course, to, to cry. And then you have bawling. And typically that, that happens when it's just such a strong emotional feeling, such a cathartic experience, you know, Again, putting back that uh, Bruce Banner Hulk metaphor, crying is like Bruce Banner. You can express it in a very calm, relaxed, visual way, tears, or you can express it in an explosive, uncontrollable way, like Hulk, bawling your eyes out. And typically, you know, you, you'll see that with, with kids or, or babies or anything like that because they just can't control it. They don't have a sense of what it is that they're trying to feel or anything like that. They don't, they don't, comprehend it they can't control it and then as you get older you realize that yes i feel a certain way and and i can express it just a little bit with my tears and i'm I'm showing a sense of vulnerability but i'm also showing a sense of strength i'm showing a sense that yes i can be vulnerable i can be weak in this situation but really i'm strong enough to comprehend the emotion i'm strong enough to give the right amount of pain the right amount of, of visual hurt and, and weakness in the situation. And basically, what I'm trying to get at, plain and simple, is that being a man, to me at least, is showing that vulnerability, is showing that you have control over your emotions to a T. You understand exactly how you feel, and you can express it in certain ways, and you're completely okay with shedding a tear or two, you know, crying, because you know that if you didn't have your emotions in check, if you didn't under completely comprehend who you are and how you feel then you would be bawling out then you would be uncontrollable in terms of your sadness or your rage or whatever and let's give an example of of what i mean personally let's say there's a funeral and you know of course all the women they're they're there and they're they're teary-eyed they're crying uh because they lost someone they loved and then all the men they while they also have lost someone they love they stand there stoic they stand there you know arms at their side or arms uh you know laced in front of them and they just they don't show any emotion. To me, that's a sign that, yes, they're males. Yes, they're adult men. But are they really men? I, I wouldn't say so. Um, especially if they really truly love that person, they would at least have a tear in their eye. They would at least feel something. They would show that they feel something. They would display a sense of vulnerability, but a sense of strength and control that they can comprehend what they're feeling and they can channel it into other ways. They can they can show that they have dealt with it and and or they're figuring how to deal with it and they can keep it to themselves or if they need to, they can express it to others. And really, if they stand there stoic, in my mind, it's them processing how they feel and they can't truly process it because throughout their lives, they've been told to man up, especially in those situations. They've been told that, hey, if you cry in the situation, you're weak. You're not strong enough 
to figure what's going on. You're not strong enough to understand how you feel. And that's just the complete opposite. Because a true man, they're gonna they're gonna shed a tear, especially going back to that mother analogy. If your mother was in that grave, you you better have at least some tears. You better cry. Because you know, again, that woman is just so important to you. Or she should be. And here's the thing. You know, when I was growing up, um, I'm not sure about my brother, but in situations where I just felt an overwhelming sense of emotion or anything like that, and I would cry, of course, my mother would be there for me. She would be the one nurturing and telling me it's okay and, and trying to essentially help me figure out what I'm feeling. Um, my my father was, was very different. My father was a weird sort of inconsistent mix of what I'm trying to explain and what I'm trying to go against. Because there'd be situations where he would tell me to man up, um, or at least in his own words, ex- express the same idea. Um, and, and then there'd be situations where he completely understands where I'm coming from, and he knows exactly what to do. He knows that this is the moment where I don't know what's going on, and I can't comprehend what's going on, and he's going to help me figure it out. And he did help me figure it out. And really, that kind of parenting style, I, I, I'm not sure about it because it, it really was very inconsistent. You know, it, well, lately, however, it's, it's been more to the side where he understands like who I am and he understands how I feel. Of course, you know, now because I'm more of a young man and I've, I've, I've grown, um, and we can talk on more on a level playing field. But even aside from that, you know, let's say, Actually, let's give an example. You know, a situation when my my grandmother passed away. Um, I was about, I was I was pretty young. I would say elementary school age, and um, you know, of course, it was a very strange moment because it was right after a party, and and we had gotten the call, and um, he showed emotion. He showed tears. He showed that he he was vulnerable in that situation, as I explained before, because it was his it was his mother, his mother had passed away, and he wasn't there, and of course, you know he 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 cried, and afterwards you know he cried for pretty much all night, and after that he was ready for what was coming next. He was ready to pack all our bags and immediately fly us out to California, immediately take everything and just be ready to do anything he had to for his family, for his, for his father, for his sisters, because he had prepared for it. And he had expressed himself beforehand. He had shown his vulnerability beforehand and recollected himself. He figured at that moment that this is what I'm feeling. This is how I feel. Now I can keep it in check. I've, I've done my crying. I've, I've, I've paid my dues and I'm ready to move on. And that probably was the biggest moment for me at least when I saw that to realize that that's a true man that is a real man right there my father is a real man because he just showed me and and his family that he can be vulnerable he is weak in that moment but then afterwards he showed so much strength he was the pinnacle of man and that was a shining example for me especially at such a young age that's when I figured exactly how I feel. That's what I figured. That's that's who I want to be. That's how I want to be. And I remember after that, over the years, I, I sort of slowly grew into who I am now. You know, I, I stopped crying so much. I, I started being able to control myself. And I figured, you know, anytime I felt a certain emotion, overwhelming emotion, that I just had to be able to control what I was feeling, to be able to understand at least what I was feeling 
to move forward, to be able to take that as take that weakness and turn it into a strength, take that vulnerability and make it stronger. And that's essentially how I figured, you know, life out after that from from my father showing his vulnerability. And I think if if a man can show his vulnerability, especially to a son, then that son is going to grow up to be a man. That son is going to be able to comprehend what's going on afterwards, especially if that if that man is is able to show both his vulnerability and his his guiding strength, his endurance through it. And really, I do have more to say about this. I do have a lot more to discuss about this topic and about really my my ideas behind vulnerability, especially for men. But I'm going to cut it short here just because it is getting a little long. If you guys like this and you want to hear more, please subscribe. Um, I, I try and post every week. And, you know, if you have any questions or concerns or any or comments or anything like that, please, please do reach out. You know, I'm, I'm a very open guy. So if you guys want to talk, let's talk. Otherwise, thank you for listening. Have an amazing day. Get out there, get hungry, and good luck. <laughs>